0: are friends Friends. friends friends for?
1: No, really. What are friends for? Welcome back, everyone, where we talk friendships, we talk personal stories, talk about the comfortable, the uncomfortable. And this day, Paula V. Sastry, welcome back to the show. Oh, I thank you so much. Thank you. Welcome you to the show. (laughs) to our show and uh we're just so welcoming but this yes. this episode I'm so excited to talk about a friendship relationship that I have no idea about because
2: I'm not a bro and you've been like craving it you were like I just I really I really want to talk to two bros I want to talk to dudes we need some of that energy up in here because you know it's friendship just not isn't all about girls you yeah. know It's
1: not like, you know, we're friends, we share lipsticks and like, yeah, we love that. No, no offense. Like we love, we hope that lipstick line really does send us an ad, but you know, I want to say that you and I, Mm -hmm. because these two guests that I was uh, prepping and asked a very good, who's one of them is a good friend of mine and a new friend of mine. um, I asked this person, he was like, I have like really good friends that I think would be really fun to have that conversation on your show. And I think what he claimed is that he, this person is, his, is in his quarantine conversations because like you call people, you call your friends. You're like, how are you doing? You know what I mean? And I right. consider that for you too, Be Like you're in my quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so. I
2: mean, it's been kind of crucial, right? To have those people where you can like pick up the phone because you can't see each other. You can't touch each other. You can't, you know what I mean? You can't, you know what I mean? <laughs> bring it in. I can't bring it in, bro. Exactly. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, the, that type of thing is very crucial. So um, I'm excited to talk to these two guys. You want to take it away, Gabriel? I will. With, introduction. Uh,
1: yes. My good friend who has his own podcast, Everything But The Scores, and played George on Crazy girlfriend but also who cares, Danny Jollis.
0: Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> as well as
1: my new friend, comedian and actor mm-hmm. with other podcasting too, mm-hmm. Matthew Broussard.
3: Well, thank you so much for having me.
1: Welcome, gentlemen.
3: Thank, thank
0: you. I, I always find the most uncomfortable time in a podcast is when the host hasn't introed you yet, but they're
3: like saying things that you're like,
1: huh? Uh, you want to say? I it? want to
0: say,
3: <laughs> I, want, I have things to say about what, what? they say.
1: So what? I jumped had- in
3: and on one, and then we had. He was like, "Hey, stop!" And then had to re-record all of it while I just sat there politely with my hands <laughs> under my butt, <laughs> just, like just shut my mouth.
1: Wait, you did this on Danny's podcast?
3: Another Danny, actually, but no, on another podcast. I, made, I jumped wow. in too early. Fun. Like you, ruined, you
1: ruined my moment, bro. Can, uh,
3: I, can I say something very uh, pedantic that I love to tell people? Yeah. Uh, a, a word I often hear misused is acronym. In order for something to be an acronym, it has to be a pronounceable word, like uh, NASA or SCUBA, um, whereas FBI or ABC, those are not acronyms. They're just abbreviations. So, congratulations on having a true acronym name for your podcast.
2: We passed. Wow,
0: <laughs> and that cool. is and that is quintessential Matthew Broussard. <laughs>
3: That's that pretty is, on the money, yeah.
0: That is. If you were to boil the man down to one thing, it's him explaining. I don't even Patty know the Street. word.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you and my husband would get along very well. Oh
3: okay. yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we'll introduce you later.
1: (laughs) But Matthew, you're in New York City, is that correct?
3: That is correct.
1: Oh, how is she? Pallavi and I want to know.
3: Oh man, it's, it's, um, everyone's picnicking and getting into like, we're we're solving, we're doing puzzles and like making food and having like get togethers and playing cards. I feel like all of New York is going through menopause. Like it's just a very wholesome experience. Like we're Mm. we're just, you know what I mean? Like it's, you don't really party as much. Yeah. It's You're sort of hungover in a way. That works too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All that's what I hear. Just-
2: that's what I hear. Some parts of menopause feel like that. So. <laughs>
1: that's oh, what really? Yeah. We're all, we're
3: all like Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. It's wonderful. It's just yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a we're connecting on such York. a
3: wholesome level. I love it. All the people here. I've like you said, quarantine. Like mm-hmm. we 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 found who good friends are. We're working on on our friendships, and uh, it's wonderful.
2: Wow. Well, with you the know, distance between you guys, like, you know, how often do you guys find yourselves – is it on the phone? Is it texting? Is it FaceTiming? Like, what is it?
3: Uh, probably once every, like, three or four days. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty and we Wow. That's Danny's great. one of my most frequent uh, uh, phone call friends. And I, think, I feel like for men, we have difficulty with that kind of vulnerability of, like, to pick up the phone to call a guy friend just to talk is like a thing I feel very vulnerable doing and to like add someone to that list. It feels like I'm putting myself out there. It's like more vulnerable than like approaching a woman and asking her on a date. Like, is that it's weird?
2: Uh,
0: yeah. No, to be rejected on a friend level is, is particularly hurtful because there's less reasons yeah. why it's
3: for sure. Just you like, it's yeah, a you're like- problem. You have like ten, like when you're looking for a partner, you're looking for the one. When you're looking for a friend, there's like twelve spots. Like, <laughs> I'm not even trying to be yeah. in the top five. I just the want amount to be in the amount of space you rotation. have. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but uh, do you find okay? So you're talking about picking up the phone to just like just because you want to hear that. So what's the reason? Like, it's it's it feels like rejection or feels vulnerable because you want to pick up the phone just to have connection, or do you pick up the phone because you actually want to talk to them about something specific, like? You know what I mean? Like, do you know what I'm asking? Like, there's there's a couple of different reasons why you would call somebody just right, because, to talk, right? Because my sister talks.
1: Well, maybe not my sister, but like there have been some family members before my sister comes for me. After she listens to this episode, she's like, I don't do that. Maybe it's not her, <laughs> but you know, there's sometimes when it's the conversation of like, so what's up? Not much. What's up with you? And I'm like going nuts. I mean, I just like I can't do that on the phone.
3: I have that with my brother more. Danny and I always have something. Yeah, there's usually like a we- reason. We're like two grumpy old men, like it's yeah. a lot of like complaining and and, and do you hear about and gossip and uh, yeah. uh, impotent it. rage, I would say uh, yeah,
0: sure. particularly during the quarantine it's it's been a lot of like I'll read something and be like, "I gotta tell someone this is, <laughs> this has to this someone has to this, know how angry this, I am.
3: Do you hear about this? Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> It's a lot of did yeah.
0: you hear about this? Well, early I think we both identified that we both were handling this in at, in a somewhat calm but also like tr- both of us were trying to really figure it out. So I think we
3: bonded on like initially
0: being like w- 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 what are you reading and does it make sense?
3: Yeah, it, speculating it, about like the statistics of the of of COVID and also the the like business implications is a thing we we're, we're quite fascinated by.
2: Yeah, sure. business in terms of like being a comedian or just like the ec- the economy.
0: It
3: mostly comedian, comedy,
0: but we should care about uh, economy. <laughs> but but mostly it's been based on our our own personal problems. Yeah.
2: No, it wasn't. It wasn't meant. It wasn't a question meant to judge you guys. But you know, <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's your what economy. What stocks you
3: buy it? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Listen, you no. never know, like people, people in our industry, like that's what I love about uh, like our industry in a way is like, you know, obviously I don't, I'm not in the comedian world. So like, I don't, I know that's a very tight knit community, but like you get like sometimes the type of connections that people form, like, you know, Gabrielle and I have like a lot of history, but we also like get really turned on Like. The, you know very specific conversations whether it's about mm. making money whether it's about like a organization like you know like organizing our homes like you know you just yeah. never know like that's the kind of stuff I think that you know makes good friendships so uh, I'm yeah. curious to know what you guys like you know what is it like, you read something and you pick up the phone and you're like is it usually about what's going on in the world
3: it's, it's usually talking shit about people in our, in our <laughs> business yeah it's I a lot of you, shit I talking <laughs> I, th- it's a I lot mean, of shit I'm, talking. I'm a nice person. I'm also kind of political, like with, with how I approach people. Um, so I tried to talk a massive amount of shit to a tiny amount of people. And Danny is in that inner circle of, of unloading. Uh, and I okay. think it yeah. goes both ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I would mm-hmm. say that my that's my person too. Pallavi is my shit talk person for, you know, you, gotta, gotta, get it you out. gotta let it out. You, gotta,
3: you gotta let it out. Totally. Let it out.
1: <laughs> and then it's someone that will listen and be like, Yeah yeah
3: yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and another and every, thing that's dan's and, whole personality and another thing <laughs> uh, yeah yeah you know, i like to add on
1: <laughs> so how long uh, have you guys been friends
0: 2013 right summer yeah it was whenever say whenever san francisco comedy competition was
3: that's right it's, uh, seven years
0: yeah
1: oh summer loving had me up bl- do you guys sing that song to each other or anything you guys like it, the song?
3: All the time. I'll tell you, we don't. <laughs> oh, yes, I, I mean, we I, do. <laughs> yeah, I play. I play the Olivia Newton-John parts, and he plays the John Travolta.
1: You're <laughs> he's like, he's yeah. like, go, Danny, sing it, sing it. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. Am
3: famous for my great voice.
1: Well, and so you guys met working.
3: We met doing a comedy festival in uh, San Francisco. Uh, not mm-hmm. really in San. One show is in San Francisco. The other twelve were. Slightly misleading. A, hour drive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. a slightly misleading festival, I would say. Oh, <laughs> the Bay Area bombing that. competition is what I call it. Oh my! Oh, that's good. Yeah, because you bomb all around the bay. You bomb up in the the red oaks. You bomb deep into uh, deep the um, inland. Yeah, way down south. Yeah. It was, because
1: like they just didn't think you were. You, it wasn't working. Like you're, it was you were some tough
3: doing. rooms. No, I it think.
0: was a tough rooms. Yeah, no, it the was like a competition. Home? Ooh. Oh, yeah, we did a retirement home. We did a, a Jewish community home. center,
3: which was fun. The they Jewish community center was played
0: to play to our strengths. But up until then, uh, there was one. I remember there was one that was like a theater. And then it was like a beautiful theater. Oh my and then there God. were like 20 people that
3: came. 20 people in a 400, 500-seat theater spaced out? It was crazy.
0: Oh, the wow. hardest for
3: me was the first night was a Red County Casino.
0: Mm. Oh, that's right. The
3: casino. No, whatever it it was. You forget that when California goes red, it goes red. Like when you move into those those inland areas. So my comedy about grammar and being Jewish did not play (laughs) as as I hoped it would. So those were the circumstances under which we met. Uh-huh. Oh my God, <laughs> and I was just moving to l a so from from there, I came from Texas to San Francisco to the competition, and I was moving to l a like that that week and Danny was how new were you to l a at that point? Oh months yeah and and new to comedy, I guess you're both pretty new to comedy, just a couple of years in and uh i, I blame our friendship on Danny putting up with me
1: oh uh, God so he was nice. one of the few
3: people who just who especially back then accepted me for who I was. And I think you just found me very interesting and in how unaware I was. And, uh, you were entertained by that and you've helped me grow I in that it... regard. So thank you.
0: Oh, and Matthew, thank you. Uh, and, uh, no, I, I remember it was just like, well, I think with comedy, there's sort of the, with comedy friends, there's this double whammy of like, you have to get along as people and you also have to like their comedy. Ah.
1: Cause mm-hmm.
0: like, if you don't find, like, I can't be, friends with comedians i don't find funny it's just too frustrating um, wow
1: that's good to yeah, know like
0: oh yeah, yeah I, can, I, I can't i don't know i mean <laughs> like yeah
1: <laughs> i mean that's just like that's a uh it's like part of the trade you know it's part of the trade that i have no idea about i just find that very interesting you're know, like i can't do this i can't be friends with you do you tell it's, them
0: that no 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 it's funny <laughs> no you that's what, means that's what we call it that's when we call each other and we're like, I can't be friends with this person. <laughs> oh, I don't like that joke. <laughs> right? I can't be friends with someone like this.
1: So I want to move into our first segment. Insta friends are reality.
2: Yeah.
1: Where we talk about um, a, a, a recent post that either one of you guys have had. And we just like have a few questions of like, is, how real is it? Just want to go into that because... I found a through line between like me and Paula v, and between you guys and you guys with your girlfriends that you guys have your own podcasts. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is correct.
3: Classic comics.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Danny, I've been a guest on yours.
0: And, and was a wonderful guest.
1: Oh, thanks. We talked about national anthems and all that stuff, but everything but the scores. And then Matthew, she does stand up too. That's with your girlfriend, Laura Sogar. And you guys are co-host on that. Is that correct? That's correct. Right, and Danny is did Jess just like show up when she wants? Like, what's the, yeah due what's to the, the cor- man? Well,
0: due to the quarantine times, uh, we, we you know it's just like uh, we, I just had her show up because she was a re- she's the only human I see. You're like, hey, you're so, here. <laughs> so yeah, down. so I just I just started <laughs> yeah. having her come on fairly regularly. With that said, she is a, not an official co-host, and she has actually not been on the last couple episodes, much to her chagrin, but only because. I took a break when everything got like real intense in the world. And then as I came back in, like the sports world was still going through that. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I feel like I should just talk these topics out. I don't want to like put Jess in the middle of like, here's how the NBA is handling Black Lives Matter. Because it's like interesting and it's everything my podcast is about. But I was like, I don't want to put Jess in the middle of that. Let me, I'll I'll take these solo. (laughs) But she'll be back soon. She'll be back soon, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that I awesome. always, I always enjoy hearing Jess off podcast, off the recording mic, because we Jess is,
0: Jess is texting me. I could handle it in all, in all caps with exclamation points. So <laughs> that's, awesome. <laughs> that's awesome.
2: That's <laughs> awesome.
1: And and Matthew, tell us about you guys' podcast. Your, your girlfriend is a, an, a USA swimmer.
3: Yeah. Still? A national team. Not still. She retired mm-hmm. in 2016. She works in tech now and she had done improv for years uh, for, for fun. And, um, she about a year ago started doing standup, something she had talked about for a long time. So she's doing New York open mics and I've been doing comedy for, uh, almost nine years and, you know, do, do the clubs in New York and, and I'm fortunate enough to do it professionally. So there's this kind of disparity, uh, between our experience levels and some yeah. strange dynamics that come with that and uh the the, the kind of the, the the podcast started because i would tell people oh my girlfriend's doing stand-up now people would be like she does stand-up too <laughs> and you could, i could tell they wanted to ask me a lot of questions but were afraid to so we started it as kind of a way to address the stigma uh, yeah in understanding but what it's what's kind of become uh instead is a uh, kind of a, a guidebook to the early stages of comedy because we get to Go over a lot of her first times, uh, first time bombing, first time headflare, yeah. first time uh, doing a club spot. So it's been a cool playbook for getting started in comedy from so a newly and a veteran great. perspective.
2: That's so great. I bet you guys have had some um, great uh, interactions with people who thank you for that sort of material.
3: Uh, a couple, yeah, which is really oh good.
2: <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was hoping for the best case scenario there. <laughs> That's why I asked the yeah. question. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, I would say some people are. I hope. I hope they're using it to their advantage. So,
1: yeah. yeah. And the Instagram post I'm talking about for you, Matthew, is when you guys went on your road trip and got your kitty cat. Is yeah. the cat's name password?
3: Password is the cat's name.
1: That's amazing. This is his yeah. April 19th post. That's funny. And I like in your bio that that's that's I went on your Instagram today to, you know, follow you and check you out officially and like do my notes and my preps. And it had podcast right away. She does stand up, too. And I just thought that was so cool that you guys are doing that together.
3: Thank you.
2: Well, I mean, and like podcasts, though, like during this time, they're just a great way to sort of stay stimulated and creative in some way right so like you got to do it with the people who you have in your house right near you like you know what I mean? like that it's kind of working out in that way
3: <laughs> I I use it as an excuse to have hour-long conversations with my guy friends that I would otherwise be afraid to call
1: no really Pallavi I love creating this podcast with you it's been one of the greatest joys of my quarantine
2: Mine too, Gabrielle. But girlfriend, producing a podcast is hard work. Girl,
1: ain't that the truth? That's why I am so glad we joined Patreon. Hey, Hey, Patreon.
2: Patreon Patreon is the opportunity for our listeners to get exclusive perks from us, all while supporting our podcast dreams. What kind of perks, V? Okay, I'll tell you. Our Patreon page has tiers to choose from so you can pick the WAF perks that speak to you. For example, just for joining as a first-tier WAF friend, patrons automatically get access to the vodcast. Gabrielle, tell them what a vodcast is. Girl, it's the video version of our podcast where you can see us and our guest interviews on camera. It gets better. We're also offering the option to join us for a monthly WAF live show and Q&A. That's amazing. So they can ask us about anything anything. And there's even an option to get exclusive unedited bonus episodes that are only released on Patreon. And you can get in on these perks for as little as $2 a month. Only $2 a month? Slay. You know, I think the best part of that
1: is 10% of all proceeds from our Patreon page go to charity. So not only are we focused on making great content for you, we also get the opportunity to give back.
2: So... What you're saying is all you got to do to get these perks is join at patreon.com slash waf podcast. That's W-A-F-F podcast. And that directly helps us keep making the show. That's exactly what I'm saying. Because that's what friends are for. Now back to WAFF.
1: I chose Danny to choose a friend to bring on this podcast because I am just you know, curious on the definition and word and what you guys thoughts are on bromance, the word bromance. And I found on Google, because that's where you find real information, a, an article. And it says there's now scientific, there is now a scientific definition for bromance. And I just wanted to dive into that and get your thoughts on it because Danny, you have some, go ahead.
0: Oh, I'm waiting for Matthew to tear this apart. Oh, am I supposed to be angry? I'm curious how, I'm curious how we're scientifically defining a, a word. Oh, <laughs>
3: I just shut off write. that part of my brain when I heard that word.
1: <laughs> well, this link is from InsideHook.com, also known as the Advice <laughs> column. And in May of 2017... A study was published in the peer-reviewed journal Sex Roles that attempted to define the term bromance. As Broadley writes, researchers at the University of Winchester in the UK aimed to better understand the characteristics and implications of these male-on-male relationships. According to the abstract, the study provides the first known qualitative examination of heterosexual undergraduate men's conceptualization and experiences of the bromance outside research on cinematic representations. Like, for instance, I Love You Man in 2009. Their findings determine that there are three main characteristics that define a bromance, which can test, you can test your current friendships against below. Number one. Here we go. Do you have shared interests? Also known, I quote, You like that too, bro?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gentlemen. I think we have that. We have that based on... Uh, I think, I mean, comedy is obviously like our, our big, big one. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That makes complete sense. (laughs) (laughs) Two, are you emotionally intimate? Also known as I quote, I feel you, bro.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We talk (laughs) about frustrations, Uh feelings of uh, vulnerability. Yeah.
2: Like personally or more going back to the whole like, like, professional thing i think oh no uh, they're very
3: intertwined but yeah
2: Mm.
3: yeah not a healthy barrier between those two in either of our
0: lives (laughs) (laughs) that's 100 percent true i mean the the problem with doing the thing you love the most is career success is so tied to happiness Mm -hmm. and career failures are so tied to like sadness so i think Mm -hmm. i think those things really like intertwine a lot but yeah oh yeah we talk about that i mean yeah, we oh we uh, we uh, we get into personal stuff. Mm.
1: Get into great, movies. you get into it. So number three, are you physically intimate? Also known as, bring it in, bro. Have
3: we <laughs> hugged?
0: <laughs> I don't we know. if We've ever have, hugged. We definitely have hugged. Okay,
3: someone remembers. We've,
0: yeah, uh, we've hugged. Uh, Matthew's very strong, and you remember that kind of an embrace. <laughs>
3: Remember when you had to edit my shirtless body?
0: Oh, that's right. (laughs) I did a sketch where
3: I wasn't wearing a shirt. And you were like, I just stared at your chest for three hours.
0: It was (laughs) unbelievable. His chest is very impressive.
2: (laughs) It's just different. This is the one of those things, like the third, that third thing, that physical thing is just, I feel like the biggest difference between women's relationships and males, like men's relationships with each other. Um, it's different in the gay world, though. Like gay men are, they obviously are very like physically intimate with each other. But like you know, that's just the biggest difference. Like girls are just not afraid to like cuddle up in bed. They sit on the couch with each other. They hold hands. They, you know what I mean. Like they share clothing. Hotel rooms. They, yeah, exactly. Like we walk around naked in front of each other. Like it's just <laughs> like I don't know. It's just uh, I'm not really sure um if that dynamic is really changing because you know 2020 is a new world and uh you know everything's being blurred all the lines are being blurred but i don't know what's your take on that
3: (laughs) Um, i think men are yeah we're afraid of embracing your physical touch because what if we what if we like it
1: (laughs) (laughs) i mean well you know there's for me it was always the emotional like being intimate emotionally for me. And that's not typically what a girl does. You know, I've always been just very guarded and not, I mean, even last night, Pauly was like, you know, if, if for some reason quarantine were just to move us somewhere, I would miss you. And I was like, it's going to be fine. Don't worry. I mean, there's not, we're not going to leave or anything. And then I walked away and I was like, wait a minute. She just said like, if I left, she would miss me. And I had to like, (laughs) I still have to like work on that. Be like, thank (laughs) you for want, for feeling like you would be so
2: sad for me. So, you know, yeah. No, she walked back in and she was like, I, completely realized that I railed over that wonderful thing you just said to me. <laughs> I'm like, don't worry about it. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. We can
0: podcast I, anywhere. I once got told by a girl. Um, cause I, th- I it, cause like you're always working on yourself, but you have these moments where you're like, well, I'm not quite as far along as I thought I was. Cause I think I'm very good at saying my emotions, but I'm not necessarily good at showing them. And wow. And so this one girl, she said it to me. She, I was like, she was like, I don't know how you feel. And I was like, I'm telling you that I feel this. And she's like, I know you're saying it. And she just goes, it, it's like you're open, but you're impenetrable. And I remember going that. And I remember I was like, well, get away from me because you just cut me to my core and I need to think about this. But I also was like, that really was like sort of a big thing of me. I was like, ooh, I'm open, but impenetrable. That's not good. And I think that's true. I think she's accurate mm. what she was
3: saying. Worked on it. Did you 100. intend the poetry of saying someone calling you impenetrable cuts you to your core? <laughs> I sure didn't. That was point. Uh, yeah.
1: Season what the next season for Danny Jollis on his podcast.
3: I That's your quotable. That never, yeah.
2: That's your quotable for us. We're gonna we're gonna make that into a meme. It'll be all over the internet. And, you uh, know, uh, you'll become famous and you'll have a TED talk. It'll be great.
3: Glad <laughs> to do that. <laughs> all I've ever wanted is to have a TED talk. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. I, just, I
3: think I have that, that Jewish thing where I just spill my feelings. I don't express them, but I just unload right, right? away. I, I did yeah. the other day. I was talking to a friend on the phone for like an hour. And it was a mutual friend of me and Laura's guy friend, and he was going through some really serious shit with some friends, some some housing situation, like real kind of almost trauma in his life. And we talked for an hour. And I come out of the bedroom, and my girlfriend was like, "So how is he?" I'm like, it was good." She was like, "So how is he handling?" the whole thing I was like oh I don't know we talked about neo-marxism and uh and booking on Brooklyn shows and I realized that men don't confront I, I, at least the two of us we don't confront the thing there's a guy who I hung out with the day after he got dumped and he never mentioned it like mm-hmm. but it was huh. still a great conversation we still bonded just not on the specifics of our pain
1: and you were still st- helpful to this person I'm sure well I like also
3: back so. up I
0: I think it, I also back up this Justin and I have this conversation all the time because I'll see people and I'll come home and I'll be like, oh, they broke up. And she'll be like, why? I'll be like, I don't know. Yeah, it did didn't ask. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, right. well, where is he living? Like, no clue. Like, yeah. I just don't ask the follow-ups because it's like, with guys, I think it's like, he'll tell me if he needs to tell me. Right. And if not, I'm not going to, like, harbor, like, there is this, like, instinct, like, I guess, it's like,
3: dig, the digging thing. And
1: yes, yeah. I love digging. And I'm mm-hmm. like,
0: eh, he'll tell
3: me if it's a <laughs> problem. Yeah, like that's my whole plot of like if I'm bothered by something, I'm gonna spill it, and I assume that of my friends uh, mm-hmm. have have run into some uh, issues having that same policy with my girlfriend. She wants to be asked if she comes home upset about something. She's and I don't and I don't specifically ask about it. She's pretty upset mm-hmm. with my handling of it. I have very low EQ, is what my girlfriend has taught me. What does EQ mean? Emotional intelligence. Emotional. As opposed to, yeah, IQ, I guess.
2: Lightning
1: Wall! and so, uh, Pallavi, do you want to explain this a little bit? What we're gonna do? Yeah, this is like a fun game. This is we're gonna. So,
2: uh, you we don't have that many duos on the show, but when we do, we feel like it's better to. So, we usually do a lightning round of like friendship questions um, with a solo guest, but because it's a duo, we thought it would be more fun if we asked you guys questions and you would ask you would answer with if Danny would do it or if Matthew would do it. You know, like, who's the most likely to sort of questions.
0: Okay. Um,
1: so just yeah. like off the top of your head, and it's like a Newlywood game, but for friends. Right.
0: I feel extremely confident.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, Pallavi, take it away. Okay. First, who is most likely to have weird phobias?
0: Danny. Matthew. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Off to a bad start. Uh-
1: <laughs> All right. Who is most likely to get married first? Danny,
0: only because of Laura. Probably because, well, because of Danny over here. But Danny, (laughs) okay.
2: (laughs) All right. Uh, Who is most likely to get arrested for walking around naked?
0: Matthew. Matthew.
3: (laughs) Purely out of vanity.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I just would never be
3: naked, so it's like that's. that's, (laughs) I would never be caught dead. Danny's naked for thirty seconds a month in and out quick quick change you're like
2: desi you know like desi arnaz like wearing a full suit to bed and you get up and you get in the shower with your full suit on.
1: (laughs) who is most likely to be the first one to die in a zombie apocalypse
0: uh me i would i would uh i would uh yes I would, I've, I've talked about this many times. I I would, uh, if if a zombie apocalypse started, I would very quickly be done. I I would get, I would be done with it. Would you just surrender? I would take myself out. I would be like, I'm not going to live a life like this. This is not, this is not a a world that I'm
3: going to live in. Counterpoint though. I would be the the guy at the beginning like Guys, it's not a big deal. Come on, let's go. And then under ignores the threat and then becomes a, a example for the rest of the crew. I would, I would say Danny, I'll give it to Danny. Yeah. Yeah. The, the stress alone would, would give him a heart attack after three All days
0: right. yes and then I would just eventually have to be like it's too much this is too much <laughs> what are we, we're we just going to spend the rest of our life what, high, running
2: <laughs> or is being
1: a yeah, zombie sounds great.
2: or you know, become I a zombie something. and you
0: live forever yeah but that doesn't yeah. seem fun
2: we wouldn't know <laughs> um, and then our last question is not a either or situation you can both answer separately what are friends for
3: I, I have a definition. My definition of a friend is someone you can, someone you are truly happy to see succeed, and it's a sadly small number of people in my life. And Danny's victories are my victories, uh, though I may be jealous. I'm, I'm more happy for him than I am. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: Oh, oh, that is just such a good answer. <laughs> That's such a wildly thanks, good answer. Thanks. Uh, Danny, man, yeah, that's oh man, <laughs> I should have gone first. Uh, oh, we'll oh, ask the
1: question again. We'll, make, we'll keep it fresh, Danny. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Danny, what are friends for?
3: Um, the good times, the bad. Times.
1: I am. I have to say, this is not. I mean, think about it. this is not the first time that song has come up on I this know. podcast. We didn't get the rights for it, so I'll you say, can sing I'll, as much as you want. I better. <laughs> I'll do it backwards.
3: The bad times, the good times. Now it's not a copyright infringement.
1: Danny, we're ready nice for one. you.
0: Uh, what are friends for? Friends are for the worst times. Because when things are great, everybody is your friend and everybody wants to talk to you and you're excited to talk to everyone. But in during the really bad times, there's only a very select few people that you want to talk to, that want to talk to you, that are there for you in those truly dark moments. And so I think that what friends are for is like during the happy moments, it's like, that's not really what they're for. That's just nice and lovely. But during like those dark, dark times, that's where really friends are essential. And that is what they are for. Thank you. Friends
3: mm. are for zombie apocalypses. It's true.
1: We'll see. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see.
3: We and never talked about our, our reverse dynamic. I don't know if that fits into any of the segments. It, but we tried to write to- a show about it
1: go for it oh yeah yes right. I, we'll I make think it work. thing yeah.
3: bonded us to each other sorry if i'm, I'm shoe hunting this in here but <laughs> i think danny and i have the opposite personalities of what you would expect looking at the two of us side by side uh-huh. uh danny's a little yeah he's into sports he's a little more bro he i mean you enjoy a beer and and, and going to a bar and then i i was a, a math major who who was obsessed with pokemon I have no social awareness, and you seem to have, like, generational social skills.
1: Well, we're so glad that <laughs> you guys are friends. What are also your other handles? What do you guys want to plug? Is there anything you guys talk about that we haven't?
3: I would remind people to vote. That's what I'm going to plug. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Until.
2: There you go.
0: Okay, yeah. well, I have a couple of things I would like to plug for real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let me check my calendar real fast.
0: I got stuff. Uh, No. Um, Yeah, I would say uh, just follow me on on social media at Danny Jollis, J O L E S. Listen to my podcast if you want to. Everything but the scores. It's a good old time. Um, And then, yeah, do vote. And and not just – I'll add one more thing. And not just vote. I'm better than Matthew, and here's why. Not just vote. It is absolutely essential that people help others vote. Uh, that is where elections are won and lost. And, uh, I have, I, you take phone banking is so easy and fun. I promise you, you do it for an hour. You feel so good afterwards. Hmm. Phone bank, do stuff like that. Get someone else to vote on top of your own voting.
1: Yeah. And you can visit WAF. Uh, podcast forward slash WAF blog. And Danny's going to give us some links, the ones that he suggests, as well as Matthew, if you'd like, where we can put all those resources on our website that everybody can go check out. Super easy. And it's fun to use your right as American to vote. That's correct. And with that,
2: (laughs) thanks for coming on, you guys.
3: Thank you so much.
2: (laughs) Take care. Bye. One, two, three, four. This episode was produced by Team Access Productions and Fast Nickel Inc. Our supervising producer is Philip Pesantian. Our consulting producers are Kathleen Cho and Megan Densmore. Our production assistants are Alex Udome, Suzy Caveo, and Bailey Dizzler. Our podcast artwork is created by Aishwarya Sukesh. Original music is by Joey Sherman. Special thanks to Samantha Wiener and Hari Savitala. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you're listening to it now. This helps the show's visibility, and it helps us keep making it for you. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at WAFF Podcast. That's
1: W-A-F-F Podcast. To find episode resources, send us positive feedback, or even leave us a
2: voice message, visit WAFFpodcast.com. We truly appreciate you all checking in with us online. But you know that friend that you've been like, Ugh, oh, I really haven't checked in with them in a while. Go do that. Yeah, go do that now.